0: Welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Feminist, a podcast for feminists of the future. Today we are Not Your Average feminists, but tomorrow we will be. I'm Christina. I'm Sarah. And I'm Amanda.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Average Feminist podcast. I am super excited today because our... Third Musketeer is back on duty, and by that I mean Sarah. Sarah is back. So I'm I'm here with Sarah and Christina. Say hi.
0: Hello.
1: Um, This is Amanda, and I'm so thrilled to have Sarah. Um, We've missed you, seriously. These last few weeks, it has not been the same without you. Um, Thank you. But obviously, we know you've been a little busy. So we wanted to spend this week talking about where you've been the last few weeks, what you've been up to. I mean, did you go on vacation? Did you, like, what? I mean, I'm just kidding. Everyone knows (laughs) that you had a baby. (laughs) I've been
2: stuck in my house, basically. (laughs) Wait, Uh, has it
1: really been six weeks? It's been six weeks as of yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. No, six weeks. Oh, my gosh. That kills me. That actually
2: went by
0: really fast.
2: Really fast, yeah. So, I mean, I always felt like Days were long but years were short before, but now it's like holy fucking shoot. You can bleep me out on that one.
1: (laughs) But no, we um, keep things real here on the podcast.
2: Yeah, it's real real. We don't have any corporate sponsors we have to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) Um so actually it's funny because I am 40 minutes late for this podcast.
1: (laughs) We weren't gonna say anything, but
2: since you brought it up, I'm gonna say it because I was so excited about this podcast all day long because how I spend most of my days are um, in my house with my baby. My husband's off at work. So anyways, I am, I am alone with my thoughts most days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I scroll <struggle> down <laughs> all of my thoughts. And actually what ends up happening when I don't write them down is as soon as my husband comes in the house, I'm like, word vomit. And I'm like, here
0: are all these
2: thoughts.
1: I'm and guessing there, he loves that. There's no
2: connecting factor to any of these, but let me just tell you my opinions on these, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure you can tell. Like, my husband loves that.
1: <laughs> it's like, whoa, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, lots, I can only you know, imagine
2: a whole bunch of stuff. But today, anyways, um, I had I got drinks with. So I'm on. I'm a I'm a member of a board. And I was meeting with the CEO today for drinks, and it just kind of it went really well. And she picked a place where she had a, she was piggybacking off of another event. And she's like, Oh, you should come to this. Well, we're all Skyping right now. As you guys can see, I'm wearing overalls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to this professional thing that you're going to. And anyway, she convinced me because I also had two glasses of
1: um, nice, you know,
2: margaritas. Deserves, <laughs> yeah. Mama deserves some margs. Actually, this is the (laughs) first tequila I've had in a year. Well, maybe not a year, but at least 10 months.
1: (laughs) That's insane.
2: Um, We're proud of you. Well deserved. But anyway, so she convinced me to go. And so every time I met somebody there, I was like, hey, so um, I'm a professional, I promise. I just look like a farmer. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's funny? Have you ever been to a happy hour where you're... You're dressed down, and everybody else is dressed in at least business casual. Yeah, mm-hmm. been like so. I've worked in lots of all of the places I've worked have basically been like, you can dress like a millennial everywhere you go. And
0: so if you have,
2: and you're, it's fine. But if you happen to show up to a professional event, people treat you differently if you're dressed down. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stand up for you guys.
1: <laughs> I'm wearing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> like not just overalls but overall shorts (laughs) with some fringe
2: with the fringe yeah i
1: love it (laughs) I'm everyone's wearing
2: suits and i'm wearing fucking overalls with fringe
1: and
0: (laughs) they're really cute overalls though (laughs) they
2: are they're from target they're great (laughs) um and they're in season right now um anyways so everyone i met i was like Extra, like I, I, just was like, I'm on maternity leave. I didn't know I was coming to a professional thing. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I'm a professional. Like, Aww. could add value to your life if you wanted to talk to me. Thanks for talking to me. <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> Anyways, amazing. That I'm actually in awe of you right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. I love it. <laughs> so, would um, be so much more fun if everyone just showed up in overalls to happy hours. People take them too seriously. So, kudos. Thank you.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, and it was um, there's a whole bunch of people that work on the Hill or in politics, and I was like, I swear, I'm worthy of your attention. Talk to me. <laughs> uh, anyways, here I am. Thank you for texting me. I always put my phone away at these things because I don't like people that are constantly on their phones.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's also a detriment to me because I'll put my phone away for like hours at a time, and then it I'll. Is something. I'll pick it back up and I'll be like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm Oops. sorry. So um, that's why I'm 40 minutes late. It's <laughs> was totally been, fine. I was um. on Capitol Hill and now I'm back in Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> so th- I, I'm assuming this episode will be very much an ask me anything about motherhood. But yes. also I have been listening to all of the episodes and I have thoughts
1: on well, do you want to do your little dive into motherhood first or do you want to share your thoughts first? Oh, my gosh. Um, let's dive into motherhood
2: first and then because okay. it's going to get real random, I promise you. <laughs>
1: that's totally <laughs> fine. That's what we're here for. This is going to mm-hmm. be the week of, like, Sarah and the week of random, and that's that's fine. That's great. I've actually been really excited about this all night. Okay. So, um Okay, so we're just going to interview you because you now it's so crazy because you're the only one of us that is like, has have birthed a child. Mm-hmm. So, and tell me, tell us if we're getting too personal, what was the thing that surprised you most about childbirth? Like the actual act? We're starting at the beginning.
2: Okay, <laughs> we'll start at the beginning. I, first of all, I had a wonderful birth experience. I pushed for less than 20 minutes. Um... I got an epidural, so I didn't feel any pain except for my number one. Go girl! My number one uh, recommendation to anyone who wants drugs um, is if you're getting pres- prescribed pitocin or whatever the drug that helps you like start having contractions, just like get your epidural right when that happens. Because I was stupid and thought somehow. However many centimeters dilated you are correlates with how strong the pains from contractions are, which is false. (laughs) (laughs) And I was feeling them real strong. So just get the drugs right off the bat. Don't be a hero. Don't need to wait. You do not need to feel the pains. Trust me, you're not missing anything. You're not going to feel like you've missed out on anything. But I think... (laughs) The number one thing that surprised me was I think for my entire pregnancy, I was in denial that the baby was ever gonna come out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. It's hilarious. Yeah.
2: So um, so even I'm 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 on the bed and the doctor's like, you're 10 centimeters, we're gonna start soon. And then they're like push and I was like what? <laughs> Do <laughs> I, like, I have to? I started <laughs> shaking. There was no reason I had no complications. There was nothing wrong with me. There was <laughs> there were no strong beepings or anything like that. <laughs> but I started I started shaking so violently. My mom was with me and my husband and they were like, Sarah, what are you I was like, oh, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything until afterwards. I was shaking so violently violently, I was so nervous, I just thought I was gonna die. <laughs> I don't know Aww. why. As <laughs> so I was thinking, there's no way a baby is coming out of my vagina. I'm going to just <laughs> be one of those women that <laughs> die in childbirth for Aww, no reason. Sarah. So I, It was all mental. I psyched myself out, but it was actually very easy.
1: I but was I like – I, I think like w- – not to interrupt. But, like, I think when you're going through that from everything I've heard, like you're just – there's so many chemicals just like racing through your body that – it, you i mean you probably feel like you were psyching yourself out but i it was also probably just like a physical response to everything that you were uh, like it getting
2: was hundred, it was an adrenaline yeah adrenaline. yeah and also i would I had never come to terms with my entire pregnancy that it was actually gonna like come out <laughs> so um if you can That's be a little crazy. bit better than me in like like mentally get there i never took birthing classes maybe that would have helped me, <laughs> but I had never done breathing exercises or anything. My OBGYN was awesome. It kind of felt like, like a gal pal conversation on my birthing bed. Cause like I had a nurse on one leg, my husband on the other, my mom was like beside me and the doctor was at the end of the table and they're like, you're doing so great. And by the way, my nurse and my doctor we're both super young. Like I, I honestly think they were like my age, no more than like wow. ten years older than me. So even my mom was like, "How old is your doctor?" And I was like, "Mom, I'm, <laughs> I'm basically thirty this year." I'm so, like, "She's allowed to be a doctor at 30 I've been asked. <laughs> um. So yeah, it just felt like I was surrounded by like a bunch of my girlfriends. So it was that's really awesome. That is good. Awesome experience. Um. um
1: And what has been the most surprising thing for you with having a newborn and being a new parent?
2: Um, Surprising. Uh, I think the most surprising is I don't feel any different. Okay. You know, like I have like less sleep and obviously now there's another human to take care of. But like, I still feel like me. I always thought like, oh, once you have a baby, you're like an adult. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) you're the same person yeah (laughs) which is actually great because I didn't want to change I like me and I liked my marriage and I liked my career and I mean granted I haven't gone back to work yet but like it just it feels good and I think sometimes it's funny because Kevin and I will look at each other every once in a while and be like can you believe that this is our baby and we'll be like (laughs) (laughs) but no it's really good he's awesome um it's just, uh, I really, really respect single mothers now so much more than I ever did because I have a super supportive husband, and I can honestly say I feel like we're at parity for like mm-hmm. childcare, and also we've always been at parity for like household stuff yes. and financial stuff. But uh, having him, like, I feel like he's fifty percent, like, carrying the weight for this baby. Uh, Because anytime, anytime he's home, he changes the diaper and that is humongous. But like, he's, he's just fantastic. And I don't know how one person can take care of a baby all by themselves and not go insane.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Because I feel like I've gone insane a couple of times.
1: (laughs) So,
0: So shout shout out to single mothers out there. Did you do, like, the saving of the placenta and all that kind of stuff? Uh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean you didn't eat your baby's placenta
0: or put it in
1: capsules and take them, like, pills? 100% no. <laughs> that's,
2: that's not me. Also, they asked me at the very beginning, like, there's this mirror in the room. They're like, do you want to watch? And I was like, fuck no, get that away <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh gosh, who would want to watch that? And, like Ooh. no judgment
2: to people that want to see it or like oh, yeah, maybe it's helpful. Like, I don't know. Cause when they were telling me to push, I was like, am I doing it? I don't know. I don't feel anything. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to see that. I actually just had my six week checkup yesterday and I was like, Doc, like, what's the deal with the stitches?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And I well, was like, have to get I don't know. Stitches? Do you have to- <laughs> I had I had a little bit of a tear, so she, like, stitched me up. But, like, it was fine. Like, let me just tell you this. Like, at week two, I felt 100%, like, back to normal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, don't, oh, okay. I don't look 100% back to how I want to be. Obviously, there's lots of excess skin and, you know, shifting around the thing. I'll mm-hmm. get there. Yeah, I know. But um, I feel 100% back to normal. That's great. And I was, that probably was the most surprising to me. I was like, I thought I was going to be like broken for months.
1: <laughs>
2: but no, it actually heals very quickly. And I'm like, wow, well, what do you know? Our bodies are just kind of made for this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, who'd mm-hmm. have
1: thunk it? <laughs> who thought? Wow, that's yeah. so cool. Yes. Um, let's see. What else was I going to ask you? Like what, what? it has you most excited about being a mom now that you have six weeks under your belt like what do you think about like when you are laying down at night and you're like trying to fall asleep, what do you think about like when it and then when it comes to motherhood, what makes you excited and then what makes you like most worried? Is that a weird question?
2: um no, not a weird question uh, usually when I actually Get to fall asleep, mm-hmm. I just fall asleep and I'm not thinking about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
2: I fair. Go, I go into such deep sleep so quickly. But it, it is surprising how quickly for, for how sleep deprived I am, it is amazing how quickly I can wake up just by like a coup, the tiniest Aww. coup. I always, like, wake up like, what? <laughs> What's happening? He, moved. You <laughs> happening? <laughs> like, he shifted around. <laughs> um, yeah, so I Anytime he makes any noise, especially if it's a noise I've never heard about, I'm like, what the fuck was that noise? Is it a good <laughs> noise, a bad noise? Are you still alive? <laughs> like, we, um first-time parents, uh, we have this, like, uh, it's this little sock that you put on his foot that, like, monitors his heart rate. Or his ox- his heart rate yeah. and his oxygen levels. Aww. And it's so great. It's just peace of mind because I feel like he's always, like scooting to the side of his bassinet
0: mm. and I'm
2: so afraid of SIDS because like you know yeah. everything has like all these warnings like babies have suffocated and died on this and you're like ah why did I buy this Oh, <laughs> 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 but, but they all say that and you're like oh my gosh am I gonna kill my kid like am yeah. I a terrible parent already did I pick the wrong bassinet
1: this? yeah
2: I know. Uh, so, like, <laughs> I'll sleep right on the edge, and I'll be like, kiddo, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice to have that app that's, like,
1: Don't monitoring. Worry, he's breathing. Breathing.
2: Yeah, he's that is breathing. cool. But, yeah. The first couple of nights, uh, Kevin and I didn't sleep. Like, we took shifts staying up just to, like, look at him <laughs> sleeping.
0: <Aww. laughs>
2: that didn't last very long because we, s- we slowly went crazy. <laughs> um, Yeah. But in terms of, like, how do you be a good mom, uh, I don't know. I make lots of eye contact with him just because I, like, heard someone say, like, if you don't make enough eye contact with your baby, they'll grow up to have, like, I don't know, like, connection issues or something. Like, I feel like I'm, like, staring him down when he's, like, breastfeeding (laughs) with me or something. Like, look me in the eyes. Like, (laughs) I'm looking you at the eye. (laughs) don't be a weirdo when you grow up (laughs) Uh, but who knows I don't know there's so many books and methods and things to do I'm just kind of
1: taking it one day at a time that's all you should do Mm -hmm. are you do you think are you excited about possibly going back to or not I know you're going to go back to work but about the day that you get to go back to work or are you dreading it or how do you feel about it
2: Oh, I feel great. So I actually had lunch with my boss yesterday. Nice. Um, And yeah, I think I I told him I would like to be able to come back into the office like as soon as next week. Like just to to, like like a couple hours here and there. Like he's like, you are on maternity leave. And he's like, I want to make sure I'm not crossing any lines here. But like if you want to come back in, we're happy to have you. But like don't feel like you have to. I was like, it really makes me feel happy to, like, have a couple hours just to, like, be around adults.
1: Yeah. So well, that makes sense.
2: No. So, like, I really want to get back to work. I still feel a little anxious about childcare.
1: hmm That's normal, uh, I think.
2: Yeah. And, like, we're on a wait list. I don't have to go back to work in, until uh, July. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And, yeah, I know it's great. But, you know, like, Kevin, he's flexible, so he can come back in the afternoons, and I can go, like, spend a little time Mm -hmm. with my colleagues, because I really like them, and it's fun, and I want to be caught in on all the new projects and all the new clients we've been signing, because, like, it's been kind of gangbusters, and so, you know, it's just kind of, it's fun, and, like, they've been... um, Next week we have a big client dinner that they invited me to, so I'm going to go to that. So it's, it has been good for me. I love this like slow roll <coughs> back to it. Yeah,
1: I love that. they're I think that's me. the way to do it.
2: Yeah, I've, I've been actually like really nervous because like I've been wanting to know what's going on, but mm-hmm. as, in the back of my head I'm like I can't reach out to people. I don't want to make it confusing to anyone who've I've unloaded projects to. Mm-hmm. I don't, wanna, especially you don't want to confuse clients. I haven't <coughs> reached out to clients, um, so it's just like. Okay, I have back. to learn
1: to like slow roll this or something. Yes. Yeah, it's,
2: it's been good. So I think next week, good, will like, do two hours
1: a week. Good,
2: two hours a week. That's not a lot. Just I just, slowly no. get back on the no. horse. I just want to be back in the office.
1: Like, what I also love? just gets you
0: around other adults as yes. well?
1: Yes, one hundred percent.
0: Wow.
1: So what else? What else has has been weighing on you that you want to get off your chest about motherhood or that you would like to share? About motherhood. Oh. um what about your so experience?
2: I, so uh, this is, okay. First of all, uh, so much gratitude. I have the most amazing friends and family. Mm-hmm. Just we've had so many people taking care of us from before the baby was even here. Like Amanda, like you had like a little, she's had <laughs> a, like, uh, a, like a hospital snack bag for us Aww. <laughs> and it was amazing. And she had lasagna for us before the kid was even here. and we had it in the freezer, like ready to get. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Um, what can I say?
2: <laughs> it's great. and then, like, as soon as the baby came,
1: like that Southern hospitality and me, yeah,
2: but like, we've had so many like people running errands for us, bringing Isn't us that food awesome food constantly, and like good food, like, uh. I'm talking like chicken or uh, bacon wrapped chicken and steak. I heard about that? Oh yeah, that's your sister. <laughs> yes. Your twin is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. she I, I
1: she knows. <laughs> <laughs> she over there
2: cutie, uh, her cute little daughter, um, and so no, it's it's been great. I, people bring, brought a steak, that's um, amazing. all all of the best fast food that we're craving, just. People that come over and just, just like chill with us. Mm-hmm. But don't stay that long. Like people have been really great about just like timing it out right. Yeah. People are good at – our friends are smart social yeah. creatures. They read yeah. the cues. Um,
1: and we have a good group and a great community. And there's something to be said for like how having a baby will really bring that out. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. So I feel like – I feel like he's got
2: uh, the best group of like um, honorary aunts and uncles. I think out he there. does. Like, <laughs> ugh, he's gonna be so spoiled. He, he has so many clothes; it's stupid. <laughs> it's like, I wish people would bring me clothes. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I just celebrated my first Mother's Day, which was awesome.
1: And How was that? What did you do to celebrate? Uh. We went to church together as a family,
2: mm-hmm. which is a big deal because we have yeah. we have been splitting it up. like Kevin would go to an earlier service and I go to a later service because like bringing the baby to church is like Far. an ordeal. Mm-hmm. yeah, um so we went all together and then we went out to brunch after Aww. Uh, Kevin hired a cleaning crew.
0: As oh, a mother's same
2: present. And that's it, amazing. It is legitimately the best present he's ever
1: given me, and he's like
2: shocked that like that was my reaction. He's like, yeah. I cannot believe like this is the best present I've ever given you. Because he's that's like,
1: that's amazing. He
2: spent way <laughs> way more money on like I don't know concerts or other stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is legitimately the best present you. No, could Nick
1: ever- has Nick has gotten know. me that as a present before, and I went bananas. I, I literally <laughs> told him, if this is all you ever get me for like christmas and birthdays i will be happy yeah. like, did he just do it for you recently he did it for valentine's
0: day and i yeah, was like he asked me to give him a phone number
1: <laughs> yeah and i was like that's kind of a weird va- like we don't usually do gifts on valentine's day like like some years we will and then others we don't like it's kind of like whatever and this year like the day before he was like by the way we're having a cleaner come by tomorrow and i was like what It's amazing. I love it. So good uh, husband move right there. Yeah,
2: I know. I'm like Kevin. That's really sexy. Please keep doing that. Um, yeah. So he did, and then he got me a really beautiful um, thing of flowers, peonies and roses. And I was like, "Oh, Oh, very nice." He's good. He pays attention. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that. That's basically my thing. I mean, otherwise, it's he's a baby. He's really cute, and he sleeps and he cries, and I feed him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> does it all and over I worry him. about stuff yep.
2: like childcare and like getting him on a schedule now, and like how is this going to work for like like prepping for like when I go back to work. Like I'm running like exercises in the morning. Like okay, mm. Kevin will shower first, then I will shower, <laughs> then somebody will watch the baby.
1: <laughs> you will <won't laughs> figure it out. Yeah,
2: yeah. We'll be fine. So it's it's normal, typical stuff that every single woman who goes back to work has to worry about.
0: Yeah. So. so speaking of schedules, and I only know this because uh, when my husband and his ex-wife had a baby, he was they recommended to them, for some reason, baby-wise, the book. And it got their son on a schedule. And so then we gave it to my friend Megan, who just had a baby like two years ago. And her daughter sleeps through the evening as well. Goes to sleep at 8 p.m., and has been like this almost since childbirth. Eight PM or seven PM to like seven AM. Wow! So like a full twelve hours. Like, yep, that book. You have supposedly, the book. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly it is book. like I bought it for my sister for for her as like a gift mm-hmm. as well because she's doing August, and it is like supposedly the greatest wow. book in the entire world. Well,
2: apparently, I've gotten this far in this book.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's all about the scheduling. Is the I'm big? Like, the,
2: I don't know. I'm eight,
0: eighth of it. the way through the book.
2: Yeah. I started wow. reading this way before I actually had the baby, so I don't remember a thing. i go back and read it. Uh, but, wow. yes. Awesome. Well,
0: that's all I about baby
1: stuff. Oh, actually, <laughs> I have a practical question. Uh-huh. What is the best gift that someone got you that has turned out to be gangbusters, Game changer, or whatever. I think I was trying to say game changer. Oh my
2: god! Um, Biggest
1: game changer that you, but you least expected it to be, and you were like, "That's random," and then it turned out to be like, "Oh my gosh, that's the most amazing gift ever."
2: I would say uh, the Halo swaddles. So uh, instead of swaddling, I've
1: heard those are amazing. Instead
2: of like swaddling your baby with like a traditional like one piece of cloth, it's like basically a Velcro situation. Mm -hmm. i really like the halo swaddles because our our kid sleeps with his hands like above his head like he's a champion (laughs) he is a champion he does not like it to be like wrapped around him ever since he was like super little so it's it's it allows for arms out kind of situation but you can also put them in so it's kind of versatile but like that is the only way we can get him to go to sleep other than if he's, like, on us at nighttime. So, that's been huge. I didn't actually think that would be a thing. Um, I will say this. I don't have this bassinet, but I've been looking into it. And a lot of people swear by it. They're called snooze. They're very <laughs> expensive. They're, like, I don't know, $1,200 bassinets. But they're, oh, sp- wow. like, swaddle. Like, you strap your kid in and it, like, wiggles them around. And, oh, like, wow. has, like, white noise machine Kind of to soothe them. But you can rent them for $100 a month. Which seemed actually kind of like. Could reasonable. be worth it. Could mm-hmm. be worth it. But wow. we haven't had to do that. He's been fined by himself. And I read this book called. Um, it's called The Nanny Connie Way. Hmm. She's like. Uh, nanny to the stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I liked her method. She's very old school. She's like don't get any of the like swinging rocky things. Because then it just like makes your kid like. Addicted to like being. Rocked rocked all the time. And so I was like, okay, I'm totally gonna do that. And it's actually worked okay. Like Good. he's not too super neat. He he likes to be on people, obviously, but it's not like he has to be constantly like in motion. But Good. and so then the other thing that's been totally awesome, it's um oh my gosh, I forget the I forget the actual name of it. I call it my boob sucker and <laughs> Kevin's like that's <laughs> a terrible name to call it. It's like the silicon um Uh, shoot! It's just like a it's like a sleeve that you put on your boob, and so when your baby is going to child town on one side, Mm -hmm. you put this little sucker thing on the other side, and it kind of helps with the like um the flow.
1: Okay, but Mm. it
2: also like collects this like milk in the other one that I can just put into a bottle, so I don't have to actually pump. Oh wow! Like a hand pump. I I totally am blanking on the name of the thing right now. Um, I'll. Put it in the show notes. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's been great because it's like an easy way to like get two to four ounces of milk during the feeding without actually having to pump anything separately. And it's just one little thing that you have to clean afterwards. And it's been great for, for instance, for today, like when I want to go out and have drinks with my girlfriends uh, and have a beer during the podcast. And I don't have to worry about, you know. So the baby has been one hundred percent breastfed so far. We haven't done formula. I have nothing against formula, and we have formula in the house just in case it's like a backup. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: just with this little sucker doodad plus pumping, nice. um, I've been able to like build up like a reserve. So anytime I want to go out and have fun, we don't have to worry about it. We Kevin will just heat up a bottle, and it's like awesome, awesome, and, and it, it feels stress-free. It just feels like it's like a freebie for every feed. So that's been awesome because pumping is not fun.
0: Are you gonna, (laughs) are you gonna sell your reserves as he gets older? You know how like, there's like a whole business of selling backup (laughs) breast milk to like women that that can't like that. I guess there's like a, a thing with like women that can't breastfeed or something like that. And so they actually, people spend money on buying it.
2: I didn't realize that there was, like, a market for buying it. I knew that there was, like, milk banks where you could donate milk. I think you can sell it as well.
1: <laughs> I mean, That's I figure... That's so yeah. weird. That is random. Maybe I mean, who knows if it. people
0: are buying it for, like, actual babies. They may just say they're doing it for weird, kinky reasons. They could be. People are... Oh, yeah.
1: Only you would go there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I've thought about it, too. But, no, there's, like, a... Um, I think it's like Washington Breastfeed Center or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, downtown, they offer so many free courses. I n- I really need to go check it out. Like it's like twenty five dollars, and then you can go to as many classes as you want. But it seems like it's a really good resource for like new moms and or mm-hmm. just moms in general that want to go there. But they have like a milk bank, and I was like, that is like anyone who donates milk. Is like a little angel because it's not yeah. easy to get milk mm. out. So good for All them. Right. Good for
1: them. Yeah. All right. What else do you want to add? Or do you want to talk about some <laughs> of your thoughts from our recent episodes?
2: Um, okay. Well, hold on. The floor on. is I, yours. I have <laughs> a little bit of notes. And this might be a little sporadic, but, like, whatever. Okay. So, um, oh, I also wanted to say that I was super lucky because my mom – after the baby was born, she went back to South Carolina. She came back for a whole nother week and she played night nurse because oh. she's a for real nurse in real life for school at a school um, for um, a whole bunch of disabled children. She's like a superwoman, But like, so she came back and she played night nurse for us for a week and gave us wow. like sleep for a whole week, which was like wonderful. Um And, uh, yeah, so basically it was that, and this kid is giving so many presents, he's spoiled slash hashtag blessed. Um, (laughs) I was also going to say that um, I didn't (laughs) – this is also one thing that surprised me. Uh, Uh um, I didn't realize how strategic I was going to ever have to be about using the bathroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. That is – that's so funny. Actually, I've heard that. My sister said the same thing (laughs) when she had a baby. I
2: am so triggered any time the baby cries, so I don't want him to ever cry. (laughs) And and it's so hard to get them to like go to sleep without sleeping on you during the day. He's been a really good night sleeper, but like during the day, no. And like, so I will go for very long stretches without using the bathroom. And I'll be like, Kevin, please come home. (laughs) 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 Like just put the baby down and let it cry. And I was like, I cannot. (laughs) I'm sure I'll get over that. I'm sure any like moms that have been moms for a really long time are like what a noob <laughs> like, laughing
1: right
0: now yeah they're <laughs>
2: laughing at me but like that's where I am right now
0: <laughs> in motherhood go, go out and buy yourself some adult diapers <laughs>
2: I know I'm scared to poop <laughs> 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 with the baby just me <laughs> so anyways um there's that okay also I have a real beef with um daytime television programming
1: okay do tell <laughs>
2: let me tell you why they are always drinking alcohol. I have no problem with people day drinking at all. But like starting at 9 o'clock, every single daytime talk show, everybody has fucking Chardonnay in a glass in front of them. And you know, like, I get it. Like, oh, you're on the Today Show. Like, your cast is here. Everyone wants mm-hmm. to get a little boozy because you're celebrating. But every day's a celebration. And I was like... <laughs> It's giving me real FOMO, and it's like, I want to have a glass of alcohol at 9 a.m. when I'm watching these shows consistently, and I'm by myself, and it goes on. It's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Thank goodness Ellen doesn't drink on her show, but, like,
1: it's just, like, there's all alcohol all the time. I I wonder why that is. Like, why do they feel like they need to have a glass of Chardonnay in front of them? I don't. Are they actually drinking it, or is it just a prop? Sometimes they're drinking it. It's mostly a prop. It's mostly a prop because why um, is that? Jenna,
2: I don't, I don't remember her name. Jenna Bush Hager. Mm -hmm. Hager, that's right. So I just call her Jenna Bush, which she is phenomenal. By the way, she's on the third hour of the Today Show, and I love it. but so she's pregnant right now, and <laughs> even her she has a wine glass, but like it's filled with like I don't know, like Skittles and jelly beans and like Aww. gummy bears at that's, any given day. That's, I would it's,
1: almost rather have that than the wine, yeah. to be honest. No, but like, why even have the glass there?
2: Because <laughs> you're just not, it's just not like she's going at like the mm-hmm. candy, <laughs> but it's just like drink more alcohol. And I think it just bothers me because I feel like, is this what they want? Think, think of women want like is this is this what American women crave is like wine all the time? Yeah,
1: like if you're <laughs> if you're at home at that time and you're a female and you're watching this show, it's more like it like like seems like it's. There's a little bit of a stereotype. There is a definite stereotype. And like I said, I have nothing wrong
2: with this. But I think, like, if you're going to be drinking that early, at least have a friend over. Like, (laughs) I think it's totally okay if moms want to have, like, wine in their mugs or even out in the open with their kids just, like, running around acting like terrors. But they're there with one another. Like, I'd hate to be an alone mom and just be drinking by yourself. Yeah, That just bothered me. It's just I see it everywhere now that I'm, like, forced to watch daytime television. And also, I love soap operas. They're dangerous. So, like, I had to, like, force myself not to get involved with soap operas because they're so good. I was super addicted to the show called Passions. I think it was on NBC mm-hmm. when I was in college. <laughs>
1: I just, I've never heard of that.
2: Neither have I. I, I don't even know if it's still around. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was pretty great. It was so terrible. And I'm, like, really into, like, bad soap operas. Mm -hmm. But anyways, speaking of television shows, Mm -hmm. so Game of Thrones is in its final season, and I swear I won't talk too long about this because Christina is also a fan, and we were going to wait till after the final episode. um, We can
1: definitely do a Game of thrones devoted episode if you guys want to. Um, I think we should. Yeah. Um,
2: (laughs) I I just want to say... I think it's funny because apparently there is a petition online right now of fans that have asked to reshoot this last ep- uh, this last season, and there's more signatures gosh. on this than there are signatures on a petition to end terrorism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I didn't realize that that's how I knew. I've seen the petition uh, because I like. A couple weeks ago, I accidentally read a spoiler, and it turned out to be true, like, before an episode. So So then I went uh, down a rabbit hole and read all the spoilers. And it's in that, like, Reddit thread of spoilers.
2: Ooh, see, you're a dangerous woman. I know.
0: And I shouldn't have done it, because then I watched it, and, like, last week's episode... I was texting with one of my friends because she'd read the, the same thread, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is true! It's happening!" So now I, but I have no idea. They, they have like six. They shot six different final episodes or something I was, like wait, that. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, they don't. Nobody knows. I guess. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wait, why do they do that? I, because I, I genuinely don't know. Oh, really? So that yeah. you know, if someone leaks something, it it could, could be, be right, like could a be wrong. wrong. Oh my yeah. gosh! Wow. Yep. Oh boy, yeah, um,
2: yeah. So, I'm I'm actually one of those
1: people that
2: uh, I'm not upset about anything so far. Neither am I. Just, uh, I'm just like enjoying the the whole throes of the show. I li- I like it. I'm here to be entertained. Like I'm not a mm-hmm. writer. I'm not going to judge anybody. But um, I sent you guys this thing earlier today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do you how do you pronounce your name, Lena Headley Head Head D? Hey, I think it's Hadley. Is it Lena Lena Hadley? I don't. I don't think there's an L in it. But uh, anyway, this tweet, and it was just like big shout out to Lena who made one million dollars an episode this season for standing at a window and drinking a glass of wine, icon. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, goals. I want to make a mm-hmm. million dollars <laughs> for episode. I know $1 million dollars because like whatever. Anyways, um, so I sent this. I have this uh, text group. With fellow mm-hmm. Game of Thrones fans. And it's called "That So Three-Eyed Raven. Because <laughs> we're all millennials. <laughs> and I sent them that. And then my friend Michael sent back. I'm pretty sure John Boehner deal- has the same deal with Squire po- uh, Patton Boggs.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, probably.
2: a <laughs> glass of wine. million dollars episode. <laughs> I was like, that is probably 100% true.
1: Yeah? I think it's great. Um, Well, maybe we do an episode after the finale where it's like I can like maybe you guys can explain to me, or I can ask really (laughs) dumb like like amateur questions about Game of Thrones or something. We'll figure something out. Introduction to Game of Thrones. (laughs) I have never seen. (laughs) I haven't seen a single episode of Game of Thrones.
0: It's so I actually read the books before the series on TV started. Mm -hmm. So that's why, like, for me the the, this season, besides that being short, has not shocked me at all because the like Daenerys's path has been mm-hmm. what it's been in the books. I mean, she was going to go that route no matter what. Mm-hmm.
2: So. The only thing that pisses me off is they had a deal to potentially do ten episodes, and they're like, "No, nah, let's do six.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why did why was it so short? I don't season? know. I, I don't know. It's but not, I feel like it, they're not
0: going to be able to. They're not going to be able to like t- in the next episode tie up all of the plot lines. 100% that are not.
2: open. I'm still going to like it cuz I like yeah. it. But I think I, my husband was saying that I think the actors didn't want to go that long. Yeah. It's been like a decade of their lives. They kind of like want to like go on to other things. But if you're making a million dollars an episode, why not? I so. know.
0: Whatever.
2: <clears throat> um in other TV news, uh, Southern Charm is back.
1: I haven't watched it yet. Wait, didn't it premiere oh it premiered yesterday?
2: Yep. I'm I've never so seen excited. Before.
1: I haven't watched it yet. It's I'm good. so excited. It's my favorite
2: <laughs> like drama, dumb TV reality. Show. Same
1: here. I live for Southern Charm. <laughs> uh so that's Oh, one. and The Bachelorette premiered this week. Oh, Can't yeah. forget that. Yes,
2: yes, yes. I, I'm not into that. Nope. I didn't see the Bachelor this last time only because there was like a uh a bracket, like a bachelor bracket mm-hmm. at work. Oh, nice. I got invited to. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm just going to click on all the hot chicks I think are going to.
1: I have well, I watched The Bachelor and I'm unashamed to say it. It's like the highlight. Like I live for The Bachelor. Okay. <laughs> and maybe we could do an episode on it later. I don't know. But there are lots of feminist implications.
0: of. If my uh, uh, sister didn't have like crazy NDA, I would ask her to come on the podcast. I No, I would
1: love that. She
0: would probably like, her brain would explode even knowing I did something like this.
1: And then she'd (laughs) probably go off
0: on some crazy tangent about how we're like horrible people or something.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. But, well, darn. I mean, I could put up with that if she gives me secrets about The Bachelor.
0: She won't. I've asked. (sighs) She won't tell me. And she's the head editor on the show. So she's the one that makes them look terrible. And she's very proud of it. <laughs> she does a very good job. Yeah. Very oh. good job. Shit. Good for her. Yeah, she's really um, proud of it. Whew.
1: Um.
2: So Kevin and I went to visit Newfoundland. Because we started watching a show called Republic of Doyle. <laughs> it's on Netflix.
1: Never heard of this. Never
2: heard of it either. <laughs> it's like a... um. It's like private investigators. So... I'm embarrassed to say I didn't realize that Newfoundland was a province of Canada. I thought it was its own country <laughs> 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 until I started like, I don't know, watching this show. And I was like, oh, fuck. But the <laughs> weird, weird thing, it's, it's super endearing. I really want to go to this place now because, so it's in Canada, but it's like they have Irish Canadian accents.
1: Wait, really? Yes.
2: Weird. A lot of Irish, like, I guess immigrants, or, like, they're there. They have the most interesting accent.
1: Interesting. Huh. I,
2: lo- I love this this series. It's just, like, private investigators doing, like, I don't know, dumb hokey things. But, like, I really love all the characters, and it's really funny. Mm-hmm. And they surprisingly get a whole bunch of, like, pretty decent American, like, I'd say they're B-actors. To like really? guest guest star on episode oh. stuff like that, That's but been it, something. It's just fantastic, and it's really funny. And um, apparently, Newfoundland is like the Hawaii of Canada. They only like just came into like. The country, oh,
0: like, oh, last oh! I uh, thought they were like trying to say that they're like tropical or something. Yeah, I was like, "No, Is that what Canadians just no. like, think of
1: <laughs> tropical <laughs> <The> variations?"
2: <laughs> no, it's very cold. It's I think it's like the easternmost part of Canada, yeah. but it's like up there. Um,
1: Interesting. Yeah.
2: No, but like, it was like the nineteen forties or fifties. They oh, like wow. became part of Canada, wow. so that's they're the Hawaii of Canada. But they're mean. so like random, like. Huh republic of doyle check it out it's I really will. cool
1: mm-hmm. um i'm yeah. always looking for new shows new good shows to watch
2: me too so also if anybody has any recommendations i have six more weeks to kill
1: <laughs> so. all right so i'm watching since you i'm watching a show on netflix right now that's really like depressing and a little bit twisted don't i don't know well, all right i'm not even gonna tell you. you no tell
2: me what it is it's <laughs> that it's
1: well, I'm it's like a it's like one of those BBC shows that got picked up by Netflix. And usually those are I think those are really good. And so I started it. And it's one of those things where it's like it's a little it's pretty depressing. and I sh- it doesn't do me any favors, but I, I have to know <laughs> how it ends now. Yes, but it puts you in a really weird headspace. So the whole thing it's called Dr. Foster. Huh. And it's literally just about, this doctor. It takes place in England. Obviously, it's a British show, and um, it's about this doctor who's married to this guy and discovers in episode one that he has been like cheating on her and has this whole other life, separate life, and that like all of their friends knew about it this whole time and have been hiding it from yeah. her. And so the whole series is about her basically like plotting revenge and like figuring out how to deal with it. And it's, so, like I said, it's really depressing and dark and doesn't do me any good to be watching it. But I'm like, I have to know, like, how this ends. Does she leave him? Do they, like, how does she confront him? Like, it's like one big confrontation that's just, like, drawn out through this whole season. And it's awful. intense. <sighs> it is and awful. You? I actually, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't recommend it. It's, it is good <laughs> television, but, like, it's, it sucks, actually, to watch have you have you watched friends from college yet no i actually watched like one episode of it and then like just dropped it and never went back same
0: okay it's actually very funny and it there's is. only two seasons and they canceled it but it's mm-hmm. very funny so at least it's like hokey 30 minutes like kind of like you watch oh, it and...
1: i know you guys would both love this actually have you watched silicon valley
0: yeah i've not
1: I just got into it and I'm obsessed. So I was gonna tell you, Sarah, like you haven't seen it yet. I got your show for you. (laughs) Damn. that's like so. ago. I (laughs) know. I'm like way behind the curve when it comes to Silicon Valley. But Christina, you would love it too. Yeah, I've
0: never seen it. It's on HBO or something,
2: right? It's HBO. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go back. I want to rewatch all the Veeps because. Oh, I I I do
0: too. See, I didn't yeah. ever watch that show either, and then on Sunday night this past week after Game of Thrones ended, I was like, oh, I'm going to stay up, and because I missed like the first yeah. five minutes of the episode, so I was like, I'm going to stay up until it restarts, and I watched the series finale of Veep, not realizing it was the series finale, yeah. and I was like, this show's made no sense to me, but I was like, I guess if I had <laughs> watched the series, it would have made a lot of sense, but I know how it ends. So,
1: well, yeah. I, I want to do that. I need to go back and re-watch Veep, because I love Veep, but I haven't watched it in so long. Um, I need to go catch up. So um,
2: two, two more Netflix recommendations I just thought of. Um, I just watched Dead to Me a couple days ago. <gasps>
1: I started that too. It is so funny. Oh, it's the one with Christina yeah, Applegate, Applegate, right? Yeah, I and Linda that. Cardinale. I've only watched mm-hmm. the first episode, but I was like, this is my show. I love I it just, already.
2: I just finished the epi- or the whole season. It's great. Did you know Will Ferrell is an executive produce- producer? Which, is, which oh. means it's going to be amazing. I love yeah. Will Ferrell. Oh, no. Yeah. It's super funny. Like, I loved it. And then also, in honor of a theme that I picked up on the last couple episodes, this has to do with AOC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought we could go a whole episode without mentioning her. This kills me. I, I know where to- you're going with this. So. Uh, there's
2: there's a new documentary that features her, and it's called Knock Down the House. And it mm-hmm. actually is really good, and I think it makes me like her better, but like not super that much more. She has... She has campaign savvy, and I'll give her that as a fellow operative. So,
1: I, I, I'm planning on watching it. I watching just wanted to. I think have it already.
2: I think I, I will. It gives you a new perspective to her. She really knows how to work her district.
1: And my thing is, I feel like if politics were not a, an issue, I feel like I'd be really good. I could be really good friends with AFC. You know, I'm just thinking of. Here's the
2: thing nobody would pay attention to her if she wasn't hot. This is, a femi- this is a feminist topic. Nobody would. Think about it. How many other random freshmen came in this year? And I'm sure they worked hard and they know their districts. But, like, why aren't we talking about
1: We're only talking about one of them. Because mm-hmm. they're not hot. She's hot. We
2: just got to give her that.
1: She's. I can give her that. I, look, I, would, I think I could be friends with her if it weren't for the politics. I could be friends with her with the politics. I, I don't know if I could. She's so obnoxious. It drives me bananas. She yeah. knows how to push the buttons, but that's well, like that's pol- true. It's part it's part of politics. That's part of her. Sch- oh, I know. I know it's part of her shtick. If no. we could if we could just ignore the politics, then yes. Yes, we'd be friends. Oh, my goodness. Okay.
2: Um also, um I I don't know what episode this was, but I have a note in here. I will totally adopt you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm glad Uh, you
2: noticed. 100%. (laughs) Um, Okay. Also, this has to do with, like, self-care slash mental help. uh, Mental health, not help. Um, uh, Social time is super important. Mm -hmm. Adult time is very important for me now. (laughs)
1: As it should be.
2: (laughs) um so to make up for the self-care episode i like getting massages i like drinking wine and beer i like to do my nails myself but every once in a while i will go get them done by somebody um (laughs) i love heated pads like um those like uh i don't know like the heat cool pads that you can get Mm -hmm. like your local pharmacy cvs whatever um they're awesome i also do a lavender diffuser every day you know we're like twinning on that Mm -hmm. um I like to get good chocolate, and I spend way too much money on like nine-step Korean skincare. Which, when I got pregnant, freaked me out because I had to change my
0: whole
2: schema up. And so I'm still using like nine steps, nine steps to skincare, but it's not Korean products. It's like products that are like pregnancy or nursing friendly. Which <laughs> I will also link to a blog for anybody who's interested. Yeah, definitely. There is there's this lady who like figured shit out and told you like she's gone through like hundreds of different like skincare and makeup items and mm-hmm. said what's okay and what is not okay for different stages of being pregnant or nursing mm-hmm. and it was like a lifesaver cuz I don't like That's
1: helpful.
2: I don't like yeah. chemicals and when you throw away like the bottle or the box you buy most mm-hmm. things in you can it's hard to find like what ingredients are in different stuff yeah. so
1: anyways that is a huge pro tip. That'd be awesome. We will mm-hmm. definitely put that in show notes. Yeah. 100%. Um,
2: Okay. Also, on the student loans
1: episode. Oh, yeah.
2: I was telling you guys earlier, I was just listening to this new podcast series by Michael Lewis, and it's called, like, Breaking the Rules. I'm pretty sure it's called Breaking the Rules. But um, there is one particular episode, which we will link to, that was specifically talking about um student loans. Um, there's also another uh, podcast I want to mention. Uh, Freakonomics, their last episode, featured Mitch Daniels, former mm-hmm. uh, governor of Indiana. He's yeah. now the president of Purdue mm-hmm. University. Mm-hmm. He has a really fantastic approach to student loans.
1: Ooh, definitely. From
2: the university standpoint, they're doing income sharing. So there's this new program where They will allow students to, instead of taking out loans, they'll sign a contract with the university and investors. They have like their own like firm set up, to where, um, depending on your major, it's like for x amount of years and x percentage of Mm -hmm. your future uh, income. That's Mm -hmm. that's what pays for your.
1: Interesting.
2: So you never actually go into debt, but you do pay a percentage of future income back to the school.
1: That's a really interesting idea.
2: I thought it was really fantastic. And the episode goes even further to talk about there are other for-profit schools uh that have done this a little mm-hmm. bit more aggressively, um, that are less kind of like public schools. But um we'll link to that too, because I think it's really Yeah, that'd be awesome. I've mm-hmm. got to
1: give that a listen for sure. Yeah. I will send that to you
2: guys. <clears throat> um I, but I do think fundamentally the student loan thing, I, I'm kind of with you guys. I don't have any student loans because I went into a state school. But also, even more than that, I also only went for three years. But one of those years, um, I was at a technical school where mm-hmm. I got paid to go to school there. Oh. Um. Just because... You know, I could have gone straight to USC, but I didn't. Um, And Amanda and I went to the same high school, which was a charter high school, where we took college credits while we were still in high school. So that allowed us to only go to real college for three years. So that was all paid for. So it was a lot of hustling. But so I didn't, my parents never paid for anything. My dad refused to even sign my co for my student. Wow. Loans. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, he's kind of hard knocks, but like I had under twenty thousand mm-hmm. in student loan debts, and yeah. really, it was I took out loans not to pay so much for school, but it was like expenses like um, you like live, pay rent, mm-hmm. yeah. So I took out student loans, but it wasn't necessarily to pay for college because college was all paid for. But it was just kind of like I don't know, it was an option. Yeah. I was just kind of like my guy and, and I, that's
1: what you did like you know when yeah. we went to school that's what you do you take out student loans because no one tells you really not to do it yeah. at least back and, then like, they didn't
2: I, I wasn't getting money from my parents but I think this really comes down to we all have really it's set, like listening to you guys on the podcast mm-hmm. you have very strong smart parents <laughs> help guide you I did too They were all very like, you got to bootstrap this, like, be smart, don't go to out of state schools, like, live within your means, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. There's not, not everybody is blessed with parents that give them that guidance, which you guys totally touched on, but there is a huge financial illiteracy problem with America, with America, let alone, you know, delivering down that knowledge to your kids. And so, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely, um, Christine, you touched on this, the 529s. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking into that right now. Virginia, the state of Virginia, I think Maryland has a really good one too, but I think they Virginia do is better um, in terms of uh, 529 plans. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking to open three uh, yeah. for all of us in the family because you can transfer them to other members of your family later on and you can write off up to like $4,000 Yep. there's a four thousand dollar deductible per account per year for state taxes oh, mm-hmm. in Virginia, anyway. So I was like, well, that's smart, and it can be used for K twelve educations.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Or that's fantastic, I-
2: including religious education. So wow. oh, that's really good. <clears throat> FYI, um, that's really good to know. Yeah, so I've spent I've been spending a lot of time looking at financial stuff <laughs> um also on student loans i feel a lot better about publishing stuff on medium since that's where <laughs> <are born>.
1: publishing. <laughs> i don't know why we thought that was so funny
2: <laughs> no i was laughing too i was like oh shit i am published at <laughs> the same place the senator is but it's true that's where you go when you can't get anyone to publish your stuff <laughs> it's still, Elizabeth Warren. still so fancy about yourself and about your ideas um Oh, and this is my big idea for student loans—like fixing it. I told go listen to those other podcasts because they actually oh, have really well. good ideas. The Michael Lewis podcast touches on uh, the CFPB mm-hmm. um, and what they do. W- well, what that bureau does. Um, there's kind of a little bit, bit of a dig towards conservatives, but I think I'm just going to put this caveat out there to anyone who listens to it. The reasons why conservatives don't like the CFPB is not because of the fact that they help protect consumers against financial, like... Uh, bad actors. Not not fraud or bad actors, that kind of stuff. Mm. It's because it is unconstitutional and that there is no checks and balances and there's nobody that like monitors like the monitors. So it's just... It's going to get tied up in legal litigation for a really, really, really long time. It already yeah. is. So that is the problem that conservatives have with it. It's not that we don't want protect people. It, yes, it's just the way that it was set up. <clears throat> is why conservatives don't like it. So just putting that out there. Um, but my idea for how to fix student loans is I think that before anybody signs a student loan, uh, once they're accepted into a college, they need to sit down in an office or be presented with papers that say, okay, you're majoring in this thing. This is the stats for how much graduates from our school like here's the graduation rate for that major uh this is how much they tend to make this is the stats on that kind of industry here are all the secondary and tertiary kind of industries that most people end up going into that were not at all you know associated with the major that you picked um and just give them an idea of what your lifetime earnings are going to be and like what are the stats for like uh, joblessness, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and just make sure that they know that going into signing their student loan
1: loans. Mm-hmm. Like, who it, should it, do that? The colleges, or like a, a bank, or like the parents, whoever, or who? Whoever the loaners are, whoever that they're oh.
2: going to for for the loans. I think just pull up the stats; they're on the internet already. Just mm-hmm. be like, I just want you to know
1: these are the stats. That
2: you should be aware of. Do you think like a
1: seventeen-year-old will understand what any of that means? May, some may. Some if they're may, prepared, they should. Yes,
2: but I think that's just because <clears throat> we were talking about how like there are no adults in the room explaining to people this. True. So it's like maybe that should just happen.
1: Like, maybe it has formally. no difference. Mm-hmm. Maybe it
2: has no difference for like ninety-nine percent of the people that are going in. They're going to still sign the loans and they're still going to take out the loans, mm-hmm. but like. Everyone acts so shocked, like, oh, my gosh, I have all this debt. And I'm like, why are you so surprised? Why are you surprised you signed this thing? But it's like, because they thought that they were going to be the exception to the rule. Mm -hmm. They were going to make it big. They were going to make it rich. Um, They were going to succeed in their very niche, like, industry. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you need to deliver them those hard messages. So, like, I mean, I feel like it's at least a little bit of liability off of the lender's
0: because yeah. I feel like, le- mm-hmm.
2: I feel like I right that. now the lenders the lenders don't care. Nobody believes that the lenders do care. But if they were to make that kind of a move,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it at least shows that they're trying to be like, okay, well, you know, if you were a chemical engineer, here's your future. But, like, if you're trying to, like, be a major in history. Or, with like, a philosophy. Minor, with a minor in philosophy, like, here are the stats on people with your job, and here's where they actually end up <clears throat> now, and this is how much money they make over time. I just feel like that would be that would just be helpful resources to give to people, and I feel like, duh, yes, people should look that shit up anyways. But no mm-hmm. one thinks about that because when you're 17 years old, 18 years old, you don't know. You're mm-hmm. well. It's not even that you don't know. I think they know. It's just you're starry eyed. Yeah, that's true. And if no one ever confronts you about it, you never have to deal with it until ten years later, you're twenty-nine, thirty-one years old and your dreams are going nowhere. You have no path forward and you're like, drowning. Oh, I have all of this that this is terrible, blah blah. That's yeah. like you could have it would have been nice to have at least someone present them with a challenge to their ideas at the beginning. So I just someone needs to do that and I'm I'm not trying to like baby borrowers, but like No,
1: I don't think so. Anyway. But no, I I do I think like like just in general, someone along the way needs to lay it out like that, like like how you just described, Mm -hmm. as a formal part of the loan application process. And like before you sign your name on the dotted line, like here's you should know what you are getting into. And just mm-hmm. lay it out for them, black mm-hmm. and white.
2: But also, yeah. I, I think that what I never experienced, which I wish I had experienced when I took out loans, was what are my anticipated payments,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: how soon am I good, going to be expected and to? And
1: how it? much money will I be making when I graduate college? That that thought I don't think like ever entered my mind until I was facing graduation. Well, I think like you know what like.
2: I had sure, no concept. I'm sure they probably had that in no. the fine print somewhere. They might have even had it on the first page, but it's like, here, just sign this document, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like, know. If, if I had had someone that was just like, hey, this is how much money you're going to have to pay on this date, and this is what your anticipated income is going to be based on all the stats from people who mm-hmm. graduated from the same program as you, mm-hmm. I think those two numbers would have been really nice to like see like right up against That's
1: each other. That's true. That's true. Yeah.
2: Because it would give you pause and, like, make you kind of, like, through stuff. So Anyway.
1: Yeah, I wish you – yeah, well, I mean, look, that's an issue that we'll probably talk about, again, many times. And because I'm sure, like, the other candidates are going to roll out plans, and it'll be a huge part of the 2020 election. So um, we will definitely do more episodes on it in the future that include you, and we can delve more into it.
2: Well, that's all. Um, That's really – yeah, um, but that's all of my random thoughts on. Well, these.
1: that was awesome. And <laughs> since we've been talking for an hour, that's a, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yay! Um, we're so happy that you're back. We missed you, and I'm um, glad that you know we didn't burn things down in your absence. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we made you <laughs> proud. You made me super proud. I okay, like it. Good. Good. All right. Well, we will um and wrap this up this week and then we'll be back next week and anything else anything else last that you guys want to add before we go nope Mm -mm. All right. well um, as always thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Not Your Average Feminist podcast please rate us, review us, subscribe tell all your friends and family to subscribe Um, we'll love you forever and we may even send you a picture of Christina's cat thank you for that <laughs> oh We should make mugs. We totally should, and maybe t-shirts. It's we, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll get some cat flag up in here. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Until next week, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.